In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. Betches Media presents the Betches Brides Podcast, a show for the wedding obsessed and the brides who are stressed, because after all, it's only one day of your life. What up, Betches? Welcome to another episode of our weekly podcast, Betches Brides. I'm your host, Taylor Strecker, and today with me is Kristen Panino. Hey, girl. Yes, hello. Okay, so you are um, not only a member of the Betches team here at Betches, but you are one of the newest Betches brides. So this podcast, I feel, was like, I don't know what came first, chicken or the egg. Was it like because everyone here started getting engaged or was it just because the podcast happened and everybody was like, weddings? Because now I'm like, oh, shit, I got to get engaged soon. So it was actually perfect timing because I had just started working here. It was literally week two. Stop. And... The day that we got engaged, I had my last job had requested a half day, obviously not knowing this was happening. Yeah. So thank God that they were cool about like previously like submitted vacation days or whatever, because I remember when we got engaged, I posted on our Slack channel like, well, this is the best half day I've ever taken. Oh, my God. I was just getting, you know, my feet wet here and starting working. So I was a little guilty about taking off. But then I was like, are you kidding me? We love the content queen. Keep bringing it. Um, I I do. I feel like I mean, what percentage of the staff here is engaged or now just finishing their weddings? I'm thinking it's got to be like over half now. It's it's contagious. If you walk into Betches, you will get married very soon. Yeah. Well, it's helpful, though, because you could just ask everyone like, well, what did you do? What are you thinking for this? Seriously. I mean, on top of this podcast, when we have you come in. It's yes, like, yes, yes, queenie. Okay, so give us the whole nuts and bolts of your relationship. So you're engaged, you were engaged in August. I remember because you were like, I'm engaged. Yeah. So it's been, how many months is that? Like four? Um, I think like two or three months, right? August, two or three? September, October. Yeah, like yeah. two months. Okay, so two months. Okay, so before we get into the wedding planning, because I know that you are like already in deep, like how long is your engagement going to be? Um, so we're getting married. We have the date set already. Damn it's, girl. It was, um, a year last week. So it'll be October 24th, 2020. Wow. Yeah. Oh my God. So now we're like a year out. So you're giving yourself, so you gave yourself like a, a year and change. Yep. I think that's good. I'm, I always recommend to people don't try to do under a year. It's a total fucking disaster. Right. I mean, just too yeah, much. We didn't want to do under and rush. And then 2021 was like an option for a bit too. But then I was like, do we want to wait that long? Yeah. I don't know. So I'm happy with the date we got. So. Okay, so we'll get into all that. First things first, how long have you been together? Where did you meet? Tell me everything. All right, so we have been together for four years now. Oh. Um, we actually met on a dating app. Which one? Um, it's called Coffee Meets Bagel. I love you. Okay, wait, tell me about this dating app. So um, it's like one of the, I guess, less known ones. And I didn't even I, know about I've it either. I've actually heard of it. Have it's, you? it's the oh, breakfast good. one, right? Where it's like a little less pressure than like a dinner. So what I like about it is that they only give you like a select amount of quote unquote bagels a day. Okay. So you're not on the app being like swipe, 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 swipe. Like you have to actually take the time to look at the profile, see, you know, what they're putting out there. You write like more intense things about yourself. Like, you know, what, what would you want to do on your ideal date? Or like, what are things that are most important to you in your life? So you're really like, I guess, learning a little bit more about them than just like their height, their job, where they live. Right. Um, and so I, what I also liked is that they only allow you to talk in the app 
for like a week and then they close it and like cut off your communication. So they're basically like forcing you to go meet like don't hide behind the phone. Got don't it. hide behind the app. Go meet each other and see if there's an, an actual attraction there. So I like that. Yeah. So, so it worked. It worked. Okay. So, and you said together for four years. What's his name? His name's Colin. Oh, I like his name. Good name. Yeah. Um, okay. And so when did he propose? You said it was like two months ago. How did he propose? All right. So we do these monthly date nights, which was actually his idea, which is so cute. He's like, he's adorable. He's like, we have such busy lives. We're always on the go. Like, I think it's important for us to find time for us, like a one-on-one night, whether it's doing like this. I'm going to start doing this. Yeah. So it's like important. It's so important. And it's never, you know, it never has to be anything crazy. It's like if we've an activity we've been wanting to do or a restaurant we've wanted to try or just something where it's just the two of us getting to spend some time. Yeah. And so for the month of August, he was like, and he always plans everything. I never know what we're doing until like the day Love of, which him. is so, which is so fun always. But um, could he be any cuter? That's so cute. I know. Okay. Um, so for August, he was like, I know it's always about one-on-one time, but what do you think about like adding your sister and her boyfriend? They're starting to get serious and I want to spend more time with him. So I was like, oh, that's so nice. Like, yes, let's definitely do that. So we had plans to go to this winery in Warwick, New York, uh-huh. um, which is like kind of on the border between New Jersey and New York. Um, later in the weekend, we were going up to Poughkeepsie, which is where he's from. But my sister's boyfriend lives in Jersey. So we're like, let's kind of have a halfway point. It'll be convenient, whatever. And then the day before, my sister's like, so I found out that there's a sunflower farm like five minutes away from the winery. Would you want to go there first to like check it out get some pictures before and that's my favorite flower so I was like oh my god yes like of course let's go and you had no idea at no this point. clue oh I'm my like, god so I'm like, on it. like let's go so we go and they were like conveniently there before us and they're like oh we already got our good pictures let us show you like I love the best them spots. I love them I love them and so my sister's boyfriend is actually like an amateur photographer had like a nice camera with him nice and so he's like, oh, like the lighting's really good. Like you guys go in like a little bit and I'll I'll like snap some pictures. So I'm like, okay, cool. Still, still, still thinking like, oh, snap me. This is great. These are my flowers, whatever. And then Colin like gives me a kiss and he's like, isn't this beautiful? I'm like, yeah, this is so nice. And then he like keeps giving me pecs. I'm like, all right, like no one's trying to take our picture. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> and then next thing I know, I'm like gazing out into the flowers and then I turn around and he's on one knee. So I was like, oh my God. Do you burst like, into tears? Freaking out. So I didn't cry initially because I think I was like literally shocked. shocked it's shocking when someone like it, it, it's weird because it's exciting but it also feels like hey I got tricked right yeah, I was just like so overwhelmed my hand was like literally shaking when he was putting the ring on oh. obviously cried after the fact but I was just like so overwhelmed like in the best way possible like emotional and stuff it was like the perfect moment I love it he did good wait so did you like you've been together for four years, which is a not like crazy long, but not crazy short. So were you at the point where you were like, I really want to get engaged? Were you pushing him or was it more like him? Was it a conversation between the two of you? What's the deal? Yeah, I feel like we've always been on the same page, like throughout the whole process of our relationship with like where we've been at. So we moved in together last year in Hoboken. And I think that we really wanted to do that first. So, and we even waited to that to do that, too. It was like. We want to make sure that we both feel like it's the right time and not just doing it because we're supposed to or that's what all of our Mm -hmm. friends were doing. So Mm -hmm. I felt like we waited the appropriate amount of time to do that. And then, I mean, we've been to a ton of weddings already and I never really was putting the pressure on. I just wanted to make sure, again, that we're on the same page. Like You're like, it doesn't need to be a certain time, but eventually we're going to do this, right? Yeah. And it started just being like a progression where even he would just be like, 
I can't wait to marry you or like for our wedding. And I'd be like, what, what now? Like, <laughs> so it was nice that I never really had to like be like, is this happening or not? It was never a that's, force or anything. That's so nice. My girlfriend's literally begging me. And I'm like, it's coming. <laughs> Leave me alone. I promise it's coming. Um, okay. So also put your ring on the table for me. It's gorgeous. Okay. Thank so you. he picked that out all by himself. He did. Shut up. So the only guidance I said was that I like a pear shape. It's, um, so he asked diamond and that was all. He yeah. Did he ask about the gold? Because I love love that gold is like now back for engagement rings i'm definitely gonna have gold on mine and like that's a bold choice though i know it's so beautiful and i this was honestly all him all i said was i would like i would prefer a thin band and a pear-shaped diamond and the rest was he like all nailed it i'm gonna like take a picture and literally copy it it's <laughs> beautiful thank you he did so good good job colin um okay and then Oh, well, and now here we are at the wedding planning. So he sounds perfect. How involved is he with the wedding planning? So he's been super involved, which is great because I haven't felt like I had to put like everything on my shoulders. Like we made this kind of like OCD spreadsheet where it was like, you know, a tab for the venue, a tab for the photographers. No, we both did. You did. Oh, so you're both equally OCD. Oh, yeah. And he especially like he helps more with like the budgeting. So he makes the chart about like we should do x for the photographer x for the flowers which i'm sure will end up like bending a little bit right but it's just nice to have like the guideline and just for us both to be able to like look at it google sheets is the best so what if you can't like, agree on something though who gets who gets like to ooh, to final call i don't know i feel like we're really good at compromising like not to sound cheesy but like i feel like we always kind of talk things out explain like why we feel both you know the way we feel and then we always kind of find a way to come to a common ground what's the longest fight you've ever had what's the worst fight you ever had <laughs> i'm not even lying we really don't fight that much oh my god i swear we really don't like i mean i believe you i'm super lucky um i don't know if it's always just like silly like drunken fights it's like why didn't you like get me a beer or something you know like something like so silly we've never ever had like a blown out fight oh my god I know. I guess that's yep, that's how it's supposed to be. Yeah. That's good. Okay, so why did you decide to start planning immediately? Not that it's wrong, not that it's right. It's just that like sometimes people decide to like, let's enjoy the engagement or like let's take time to just like be engaged and then we'll start planning. So you kind of like hit the ground running, right? Yeah. So I mean, initially when we first got engaged, I was like, I'm ready to ride this cloud nine for a while. Like I don't want to have to dive right into everything. But, you know, of course, you get excited and you want to start, like, looking at venues. So I just went on the knot and was, like, browsing, right? S sending out messages, like, not even calling anyone, just casual inquiries, like, you know, reaching out. And I started to do that and people were coming back to me being like, yeah, we have nothing left. And I was oh like, oh, my God. You heard me say 2020, right? Like, you would be, I mean, maybe I'm naive, but I was dumbfounded with, like, how many people how many venues right off the bat had like nothing left or they would be like do you want to get married on a Sunday or do you want to get married uh -uh. on like Christmas Eve and no. I was like no so so that's why I feel like I had to kind of kick it into high gear because so you were like there okay, was not a lot left so that's good for anyone who, who's getting engaged or about to get engaged to know is that like so what would you say is like from the time you get engaged how long you pretty much have to you have to like plan out I mean, I'm sure it's all, like, based on where you're from, too. Um, like, I'm from Long Island, so, you know, there's a lot of people there. It's yeah. super competitive. I also was, like, really kind of aiming for fall, which yes. I guess is, like, 
popular. very popular you now. You know why now? I, this is just, I have no like information on this. is just my opinion. But it's so friggin' hot in summer now. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's hotter than ever. It's global warming. So I feel like it's fall now is like when the weather is much better. Yeah. Like I don't want to be the bride that's like sweating. Like Oof. I was at a wedding once where she, the bride had to like delay walking down the aisle in the church because her bridesmaids were like patting her down because it was like a hundred degrees out in yeah. July. Like I don't want to deal with that. My wedding was like 99 bajillion degrees. Never, people were dropping like flies like from heat exhaustion and like heat like what what's it called? Um, Heat stroke. Yeah. My it's brother brutal. had it. It was, cra- it was crazy. It was crazy. So that's probably why. So if you want to let's say fuck. So I mean like I started looking in I mean probably a few weeks after I got engaged. So end of August and for a year, over a year in advance, and there were some venues that had nothing left. That's nuts. Which is crazy. So, I mean, I guess, it, like I said, it depends where you live, but, I mean, probably at least a year okay. out. Okay. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. What I love about Shopify is basically how no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. I know we use Shopify here at Betches, and honestly, anyone with any kind of business could really benefit from Shopify. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklyn, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash betches, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash betches now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash betches. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. So now we're going to be talking a lot about venues and menus. Okay, so where's your venue? How'd you pick it? Tell us everything about it. Because the venue pretty much is kind of the centerpiece for the entire wedding. For sure. It's the most important thing. Do you think that it's the one thing that you have to pick first? Definitely. 100%. Because you need to pick the date before you can pick anything else. Exactly. Because then when you're reaching out to photographers and florists, that's the first thing they ask you is when you're getting married. So you need to know the actual date and where it is because it just helps like organize all the other vendors and everything else you're doing. Uh-huh. So where's your, ve- uh, your venue? So we're getting married at Watermill Caterers. It's in Smithtown, Long Island. Can I see pictures? Yeah. I want to say. I'm dying to say. So they recently redid it like a few years ago. So it's like really nice, like kind of like a modern-y look. You can scroll through like ooh, pictures. Ooh, 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 
So it's got like kind of like a more moderny look um, than like a traditional venue, which I like. Yes, it's super chic. It's humongous, which is great for us because we are inviting a lot of people. Good outdoor space too. That's like one of my favorite parts. They have this so whole beautiful. like outdoor like patio where there's not only just like the tables with the umbrellas, but like lounge chairs and couches and there's an outdoor bar. We got like a live musician to play outside during cocktail hour so it's indoor it's outdoor everybody do the the rain dance for me so that i have good weather oh it's freaking gorgeous it's beautiful okay so now i'm going into like your other pictures um okay so what's the deal with your venue because i know like we were talking a little bit before the podcast so your venue's kind of like at so you go to a venue you fall in love with it and then you find out okay so our venue it's either use all of our vendors and like where I got married I got married out in the Hamptons and I would we were able to either do their vendors or a la carte we chose a la carte because we're stupid idiots and we want to torture ourselves <laughs> um but what's the deal with your with your venue so they were balanced in the fact of like outside vendors when it comes to the florist and photographer and stuff like that we could pick on our own they gave us a list of like recommended vendors that they uh -huh. work with a lot which was helpful a lot of venues will do that for anybody who's like doesn't have experience that's like how they kind of go but some venues insist that you use all their people is that like this venue no it wasn't no. like that totally um i mean they are a catering hall so we have to use their, their food, food but that makes sense honestly we're glad we are like we they did a whole like nice presentation of everything that they have the cocktail hour is going to be ridiculous tell me about it i love cocktail hour. cocktail hour if you don't know this like i don't know what you're doing cocktail hour is is the food of the wedding it's the best part it's literally like one of the number one like priorities we had when we were looking at places where like there needs to be a bomb cocktail hour because okay. tell me everything i'm salivating i'm so hungry so because like i guess you get the amount of stations you get depends on how many people you have so we're guaranteeing 220 but we're inviting like 260 honestly we were just talking about this on a recent episode where there it's like there's like a 10 to 20 percent drop off rate for people that you invite and people that end up not coming. Right. And it's pretty it's pretty safe to say that that'll at least 10% won't come. So that's good. All right. You're in a good space. So because of that, we get six stations on top of like pest hors d'oeuvres. Amazing. So wait, tell me everything. I, this is like, this is where I thrive. I'm so, going to like start salivating talking about it. But so past hors d'oeuvres, do you know what you're going to do? There's literally, there was literally like a list of 15 things that we don't even have to pick. We get everything. Oh my God. You get every, they literally showed us the list and, like, and we're like, okay, so we have to pick. They're like, no, no, all that's included. That's crazy. So it's like 15 past apps, like, you know, pigs in a blanket. Of course, you pigs have in a to. blanket. It's not a wedding like, if there wasn't a pig in the blanket. Shrimp skewers, yes. like those cranberry brie bites. Yes, yes. And yes, like yes. all that. But then, they have all of these like interactive stations. So there's like a bacon bar, a Mediterranean bar, an Asian bar, like and again, we were just What's like, What's a we, bacon bar? The bacon bar? Oh my God. I'm, I'm going to have to try to find a picture and pull it up for you. It's basically like any kind of incorporation with bacon <laughs> that you could do. Like bacon wraps, like pretzels, I think they have, or they have like a cinnamon that you can put on the bacon. Stop and they it. hang these like thick slabs. Like if you've ever been to Peter Luger, yes, those yes. thick strips. Yes. They like hang them from like a little wire on the dead. station. It, was, it looks ridiculous, but. We're going to obviously have to get that one. So but. it's like all about the cocktail hour. Oh, yeah. And then are you going to do like a like seated, like traditional situation? Yeah. But even with that, they, they, they're they doing the, what is it called now? The du duet starters. So I don't know. Tell me. So they, I could be butchering that, but I think it's called like a duet where you start with like a salad and an appetizer all just on one plate. So that like you that. minimize the amount of times you have to be I getting like up that. and down. I like that. Which I like that too. Like the only time people should be sitting at my wedding is when they're eating. So the 
amount of time I can limit that is ideal. I want you dancing, having fun. We did like, we were, we thought, <laughs> we were like, we're such foodies. So we were like, we don't want like regular wedding. We were like special mm-hmm. wedding. So oh, we were at like a Tuscan Villa type feel in the Hamptons. So we hired this Italian catering company and we tried to do like family style. And I mean, in my mind, it was like so special, but like in reality, it was fucking stupid. We focused way too much on the food. Quite frankly, there was no, I mean, it was hot at our wedding, but there was like not nearly enough dancing. And I realized we made a critical mistake because we wanted to treat the wedding like it was like a fine dining experience. And like, that's not what it's about. And it's about a party and it's about fun. It's about drinking and dancing. And like, we shut ourselves in the foot by focusing on the food so much. Yeah. Seriously. So that's why I'm like glad that it's a catering hall because I mean, more props to you if you can find outside vendors and stuff like that. But to me, it's like I don't want to have to stress about anything else more than like what's planned. So right. they have these amazing menus. Like they're the pros at this. So I trust them. And so we start with a duet menu and then it goes into an entree, which I think there's like four options or something, you know, classic vegetarian, meat, fish kind of dish, but everything looked great. And then like a past dessert at the end. But Simple. I told them, you know, I wanted to to flow well, but I don't want us to be sitting no. for like two hours before the party like actually gets started. I want to have that be moving quick. So, how many venues did you actually go to before you found the right place? So, I probably physically went to look at about five. Okay, um, which is tough though, because I mean, I work in Manhattan, yeah. I live in Hoboken, and yeah. all the venues I was looking at are on Long Island. Why Long Island? Are you from there? So that's where I'm from. Uh huh. Um, I will say my, Colin is from like Poughkeepsie area, Hudson Valley, and I tried to look into a bunch of venues up there too because they're beautiful. Beautiful. I've been to a bunch of weddings up there. They're gorgeous. But they just weren't big enough. They're not big enough. I think their ma- max capacities would be at like 125, 150. I'm like, this is our family. Right. Like, we wouldn't be able to invite any of our friends. So I tried to be fair with that, with like looking into different venues, but Long Island just had more options for bigger sizes. Um but I would be going like after work on the train, meeting my mom, oh. going to look. It was just like a lot. And it's definitely important to go look and check them out. But I was like, I can't get too crazy with this. Like I'm going to need to just know what I'm looking for. So do what the were you looking for? In advance. You're looking for size. That seems like number size one. Size is number one. Yep. Um, cocktail hour was a big one. Um, and then just, yeah, that, that was really it. I'm not like super picky as far as like style and the way it like actually looks i was like i just want this to be accommodating i want the dance floor to be huge okay i want the cocktail hour to be great like that was it what would you recommend to brides that are in the middle of this process like should they have like three top things or five top things 10 top things what do you think the perfect number is i think probably like three i think is a is a good number. Yeah. And when we were through this whole venue process, like I was saying to Colin, at first I was getting myself a little stressed out when we started to get those no's or when I reached out to venues that I like thought looked beautiful, but then they ended up being way too expensive. Right. We took a step back and I was like, we're never going to find a venue that checks all of our boxes. No. So let's focus on the ones that are the most important. And if we can get those, then we got to just run with it. Because if we sit here and keep looking until we find something that has everything, never then gonna it's going to be too late and they're going to be all be gone. So. Okay, so speaking of you, like size matters, but budget obviously is like numero uno. So For sure. how did you figure out your budget and like what percentage of your budget did you have go to your venue? Um, also, I'm going to ask personal questions like, 
are you guys chipping in? Are you paying for it all? Because I mean, I have friends now who they're paying for their entire wedding. I mean, I'm a divorcee. I definitely will be paying for my wedding, my next wedding on my own with my girlfriend. So what's your scenario? So we are very lucky that both of our parents um, are helping us. We're contributing as well. So it's kind of like a third. I like that. I did this for my first wedding. And I really, you know, especially now that we're divorced, I'm very happy that I contributed as well because we all lost money in that one. Right. Uh, everyone oh, <laughs> included. Man. But it was it was a third, a third, a third. And yeah. I thought it was, I feel like this day and age to expect the the weddings, fa- the, the, I'm sorry, the bride's father to pay for everything is like so abusive and unfair and i'm also the oldest of three girls so my dad's gotta do this three times and he always i went into it knowing like from the beginning he's like i have i've always planned a set amount for each of you and like that's the best i can do and i was always completely fine with that i mean they do the best they can and like i'm a successful you know businesswoman i can pay my share too you know hey hey okay so we're not going to talk specific budget but um so what percentage of your budget is going to the venue definitely the bulk i i was looking at my ocd spreadsheet before yeah, and i heard about I the spreadsheet like, i heard it was psychotic i mean i would think probably like 60 percent and the reason is just because of the, our guest list and that was more like i was like i would rather maybe not get the most elaborate and gorgeous flowers and like cut down on that budget so that i can invite invite more of my friends like to me the people that are there is what really is, matters is the most important so if i need to get a DJ instead of a band or, you know, get less flower arrangements in order to be able to include more people that I love. Like that to me was more important. So. And what would you say is included with your venue? So, cause it, they, they do have other services. So it's not just your venue, it's your venue. And I know this sounds crazy, but it's your tables, it's your chairs, yep. it's your silverware. Because when you go to a raw venue, you don't have that. Mm-hmm. You have to rent all that shit. It's crazy. So yeah, it's, it's all that. <laughs> Thankfully, like the tablecloths, they have a wedding coordinator amazing so um, so basically you get a planner like in with the venue yep so she reaches out to us we have her personal email we can check in with her i'm sure as time gets closer we'll go meet in person kind of give her the layout of how we want the day to go mm-hmm. um another big thing that i thought was great they include like the menus and like the those cart which That's i huge. was like oh That's my huge. god pay you will you would like not believe how much paper wares oh, will yeah. cost you when it comes to your wedding like the invitation the the seating cards everything mm-hmm. all that crap costs so much money so they include that they include the cake oh my god yeah that's incredible so that was like a the home cake run. is the biggest fucking waste of money i remember i was like this is so stupid if i said i needed a cake for a freaking birthday party it'd be a fraction of the price i don't eat the cake at half the weddings i go to i'm Me usually either. just dancing it up at that point you know neither so that's so that was huge that's huge so then you 40 percent of your budget left for what so we recently booked our photographer, which Amazing. I'm excited that's about. A, that's also very important. Um, and then also our DJ. So, so you went with DJ. Honestly, we went with I got DJ. a secret. I like a DJ better than a band. Don't tell anybody I said that. Um, because people get very sensitive about their bands and stuff like that. And like, listen, when you have a good band, there's nothing better than a fucking rocking band. But let's really talk about how many weddings you've been to where the band is kick-ass like a very small right amount yeah and what's cool about this dj company is that they actually have like live add-on elements so we have the dj and then we included a percussionist and saxophone player that like plays the whole time wait like like throughout like the like the ceremony and then like the cocktail hour and shit like that yeah like through the whole reception and everything that's perfect because you do need that little a bit so of then music you have like the extra like you know hype up they come into the crowd and they recently um 
actually did my friend's wedding. So we got to see them in person. We know that they do a stand-up job. So I felt good about that compromise. And the bands are just so expensive, too. They're honestly, I have to tell you, this company's lucky. I don't remember what their name was. I blacked it out. We paid so much for a band and they fucking sucked. Like, I, like, no, like, I'm not holding back. They were terrible. Um, Our first dance song was Just Haven't Met You Yet, which is a really fucking stupid song. And it was said a lot about our fate in the future. However, the band did not know it. And it was Michael Buble. And we, like, we got, like, dance lessons. Like, we had a whole dance scene. And literally, I looked at my now ex-husband, but I looked at my, my brand new husband in the moment and I was like, I'm gonna like on the dance. Floor, I was like, I'm gonna fucking like, kill that's them. That's the most important dance of the whole they, night. You couldn't have practiced that. And clearly, made sure did not know it. They that was clearly, good. and I'm like, you didn't even take the time. And I couldn't have been more specific about like, I want upbeat music. I want like 70s, 80s the whole time. And they're playing like Red Hot Chili Peppers under the bridge. I was like, I'm gonna kill somebody, especially because it's like not only were they fucking up the vibe, but like they were so expensive. Right. I was furious. Furious. So. I'm here for a DJ. Okay, what else is going towards photography, DJ? Um, the flowers. What are you doing for the flowers? I mean, like crazy, keeping it simple. So we just met with the florist last night. Um, it's actually someone local in Hoboken, but she is um, one of my friend's aunts. So it's cool to have like a personal connection and have her local, like she was saying last night. Um, she's like, come by on Saturday. One of the one of the flowers I want to put in your bouquet. I'm having come in. You can see it like in person. Let me know if you like the color. So it'll be nice to have her kind of close by being able to check in and like make sure we're on the same page with expectations on like how everything gets put together and we didn't officially book with her yet but like she was super nice and to me like if you have that personal recommendation and you know somebody that vouches for them that's a great tip is go off personal recommendations go off other friends who have weddings in the same areas because that will definitely help word of mouth is real yeah um if you had an unlimited budget what would be one thing that you would add to your wedding that you currently don't have so I currently have put a pin in the videographer. We were just talking about that like a post one of the last um, podcasts we did. I'm, I, I think it's still debatable. I, yeah, it's, it would be great if I had all the money in the world. It would be a no-brainer. But for now, it's like we both were just like we need to focus on other things first. If we have leftover budget at the end of all this, then sure, that would yep. be great to have it. But we just had to kind of put a pin in that for now. I don't think it's a make or break. Do you know what I mean? If you can do it, great. If you can't, what else? I think, honestly, I think people are 50% like you get a killer one or other people are like, I don't, that what a waste. Yeah, like some of the ones I even watched, like no offense to the com- the production companies, but I would just watch and be like, this like was kind of boring. The problem now is spending we, all this money. We live in a world where we're our own photographers, we're our own videographers. So right. we, I think it's like, I think it makes the job that much harder for like professionals. I mean, I, photography, you have to have a photographer at your wedding. You cannot not. You can't rely on your friends and family to take those pictures. Videos? Duh, with the Instagram story and the 11 iPhone Pro? I mean, it looks right. good to me. Right. You know? This episode of Betches Brides is brought to you by Zola. Y'all, Zola is the easiest way to plan your wedding and to register. Join 500,000 couples who've used Zola. Zola really takes the stress out of wedding planning with a free wedding website. Hello. They also have a dream wedding registry. So much good stuff. Affordable save the dates invitations. Gotta love that. And easy to use planning tools. It's great because you can conveniently manage everything online and in one place. And it's just, it makes everything so easy for the couple and also for the guests. 
So you start out with your free wedding website. It's so easy. It takes just minutes to set up. And there's over 100 wedding website designs to choose from that fit any couple's style and every type of wedding. And then basically it's up to you. You can design it simply. You can put like pictures. You can put your story, how you met. It's really whatever you want. And also I love that they have an FAQ section. So it helps address those awkward questions like, can I bring my kids? No, they weren't invited for a reason. But at least the website can be the bitch and not you. And of course, you can put your Zola registry on your wedding website so guests can get all the details that they need and buy your wedding gifts in one convenient place. Also, the Zola store has the widest selection of gifts at all different price points, which is like great for all guests. And guests love that they have free shipping and returns and they do price matching and so much more. So it's actually guest friendly too. So to start your free wedding website and also get $50 off your registry on Zola, go to Zola.com slash bride. Again, get a free wedding website and also get $50, off your registry at Zola. Go to Zola, Z-O-L-A dot com slash B-R-I-D-E. Zola.com slash bride. And now to the podcast. Okay, um, what are some of the questions that you asked the venues when you were looking? Like, what would you recommend people ask? So one thing that I didn't realize was a thing is these, like, administration fees. Wow. So we would go and, like, you know, we would, of course, ask, I guess, first and foremost, max capacity. We wanted to make sure they could accommodate our group before I'm going to dive into all these other questions. But they also would say, okay, yeah, so it's, let's just say, for example, it's 150 per plate plus 20% admin fee plus tax. And I'm like, um, what? Whoa. So some venues, I don't know if this is just a Long Island thing, but some of them have these admin fees. Some of them don't. And then they'll just say, you know, that's already baked into our price. We don't add extra stuff. Like what we're telling you is what it is, Mm -hmm. which I kind of preferred. I'm like, what is all these extra fees? And then you also have to tip at the end of everything it's like this is what we were talking about it gets recently. out of control what's with the tipping what's the tipping system i didn't even know this was a thing well that's a question I, that i asked them too because i'm like obviously i don't want to jip anyone but at the same time like i'm paying you guys a lot of money so like why do what, i have to tip? who else do i need to tip my guy at least said that we should really just be tipping like the maitre d of the day yep. like the person that helps kind of make sure everything's running smoothly and your bridal attendant who's like your bridal getting bitch. you that's drinks your bridal bitch. and stuff like that. Yes. Which I was like, that's completely fair. He's like, you don't need to tip the bartenders. No. Everyone should hopefully be tipping them. They're going to make plenty of money. Yep. He's like, we pay our wait staff. Like, we're fine on that front. It's really just like the people that are catering to you personally. So okay. I thought that was great. So definitely ask that because they could try to throw in these hidden fees so, when they so bring how, up the contract. I would just always ask when they tell you the price per plate. Always ask, are there additional fees to that? And is tax included? Okay. Because adding tax, too, can make it be a lot more money. No than kidding. That's crazy. Uh, what are the biggest red flags that you encountered when you were looking at venues? Biggest red flags? Like the ones that, like, you went to and, like, they were just, like, they weren't what they seemed. Like, if somebody, like, do you insist that people go see them in person? Well, I will say, I won't name drop it. It wasn't terrible, but this one venue that I looked at, at I the way they portray themselves online and the, when I went to go look at it Night my day. face definitely like gave it away I was like oh my god it looked nothing like it so definitely if it's something that you're highly highly considering you need to see it beforehand for sure um or even I don't know I feel like if they're pushy if they're like making you make a decision really quick like, like I need right to know there, yeah that's a red flag to me it's like this is a big decision let me process everything and kind of do my research and yeah so uh, your wedding, like, if, it sounds like you kind of have, like, a very, like, a 360 in terms of, like, the service v- venue. 
would you kind of liken it to um, uh, what are they called? An all-inclusive like trip or you know what I'm saying? Like, does it feel like all-inclusive? Because I feel like the all-inclusive trips are like like when they're good, they're the best because you don't have to like once you're done there, you're done. Right. So is there such a thing as an all-inclusive wedding kind of? I'd like to know if there is. I mean, yeah, it's right. too late for me now. But, right. but yeah, I mean, that would be great to just go to somebody that you know you can trust with the whole entire process and you pay up and then this is it. I don't want to have to think about anything else right. again. How much money are you going to hold for tipping aside? <sighs> um, I don't know. I know, right? I think, I mean, I think my, the sales director I worked with for my venue said maybe, I think he said 10% or something. Okay. That's good to know. 10% so. of your wedding you should hold for tipping. Ah! Okay. No, these are the things we have to know. Yeah, we'll see. Wedding industry, man. It's crazy. Um, okay, so how do you feel about food vendors being tied to the venue? Do you like it? Does it make you feel safer? I personally don't mind it. I just think it's it's one less thing for me to worry about. If it's already included, it's something they're used to. They do plenty of weddings a year. They know how to get the meals quickly, get them out to their guests, like, you know, versus, I don't know, what if you hire an outside caterer and they mess up the location they show up late like they forget something it's i don't know i just feel like it's a lot more risky yeah to hire outside vendors versus just working with it's like you have enough on your to-do list like you need one more thing to worry about yeah yeah um speaking of the to-do list what's next in your planning process so definitely the flowers and then we have to plan our honeymoon too still right let's not forget about the honeymoon do you have any ideas where you're going um so we really want to do a mix of kind of adventure and also just like beach and chilling uh-huh so i think we might do new zealand cool and tahiti cool so far away but my thought process is so like far away when am i ever gonna have a two-week vacation from work it's like again? the only time it's unless you live in europe it's the only time <laughs> it's ever acceptable to take it two weeks off in right. america for vacation so i'm like i'd rather just go somewhere that's extravagant i mean new zealand when would i ever go there again it's across the world like i feel like it's the perfect excuse to I'll just let you know it's cold there because i went to new zealand when i was i was a not to brag i was a student ambassador oh, and man. i went there and my mom was like it's winter taylor pack winter things and i was like it's summer bitch and i packed <laughs> all shorts and i landed and i was like uh-oh when did you go i was like in eighth grade i would go i was yeah i was going into i think i was going into ninth grade so yeah summer of eighth grade and i was like it's summer here it's summer everywhere oh my yeah they're like, opposite season yeah she was like have fun go oh, go man. you're the you're a big girl travel around the world and i had to buy like a pimp jacket to keep me warm because it was like the only thing that i could get my hands on it was crazy this episode of Betches Brides is brought to you by Third Love. Third Love uses data points generated by millions of women who have taken their Fit Finder quiz to design bras with breast size and shape in mind for a perfect fit and premium feel. Y'all, Third Love offers more than 80 sizes. Yes, 80 sizes, including their signature half cup sizes, which I love because. Oh, my boobs are just so big. And that's not, I'm not bragging. And you know what I'm talking about, girl, if you have big boobs. I'm like, oh, they're so big. When they tell me what my size is, I'm like, no. So at least with the half size, I can like, I don't know, kind of pretend like they're not as ginormous as they actually are. Speaking of which, when you have enormous boobs, you know how unflattering and uncomfortable bras can be, but not with Third Love. They're very sexy design. I like, I love them. Very chic. But before you do anything, you've got to take their 60 second quiz. 
It's actually fun, and it goes by in a snap of a finger. Over 14 million women have actually taken the quiz to date. In the quiz, you're going to answer questions about your sizing, your comfort levels, but also breast shape matters when finding a good fit. That's something I never knew before with other bra companies, and I love this. They have the perfect fit promise. Every customer has 60 days to wear, wash, and put the bra to the test. If you don't love it, just return it, and guess what their love will do? They'll wash it and donate it to a woman in need. Hands down the most comfortable bra you'll ever own. I'm wearing mine right now. And straps that won't slip and tagless labels so no itching. Oh, it's a dream. Third Love knows that there's a perfect bra for everyone. So right now they're offering our listeners 15% off your first order. Just go to thirdlove.com slash brides now and find your perfect fitting bra and get 15% off your first purchase. That's thirdlove.com slash brides, B-R-I-D-E-S for 15% off today. And now back to the podcast. Um, okay, so now it's time for our favorite segment, Bridezilla Bridechilla. Right. Okay, so um, you just basically, I feel you're going to be bridechilla on a lot of things. We'll go back and forth and we'll debate. So uh, your venue doesn't allow shots of alcohol. Would you bridezilla or bridechilla? I think I'd be bridechilla about that. I feel like most of the venues have that rule, at least from the weddings I've gone to. You know what? And there's this, ways this, of getting around it, too. This is crazy, though. We, it was, I'm going to bridezilla because I'm like, WTF. Like, it's my goddamn wedding. I'm paying so much money. Like, you're going to tell me I can't take shots. Like, you can't judge the way I drink and my friends and family drink. Now, my parents would be like pro that. My dad was like, no shots at the wedding. I'm like, dad, shut up, okay? People are going to take shots when they want to. But this, I was at a couple weddings and there are no shot rules at certain venues. What is up with that? I don't know. I guess they're trying to like maintain it, but knowing my friends and family, so they're not going to be able to hold anyone down. Tell me how you get around it. So I think you could just be like, oh, can I have vodka like on the rocks? Or, you know, just ask for liquor without any mixer in and exactly so then what they do is they end up giving you instead of a shot which is you know an okay thing to take they give you like three shots in one glass and then people get right it's even worse slammed yep so, but you're gonna bride chilla because you're like you're actually gonna get bigger shots because of it yeah i bride zilla just because i like any reason to yell at people okay uh your day of coordinator that comes to the venue is supposed to arrive at 7 a.m and shows up 30 minutes late bridezilla bride chilla Oh, do I? I'm I'm leaning towards Bridezilla just because I feel like I would it would just make me go into a panic and I would be like, yep. stressing out. Like I'm relying on you to help me make sure this day goes smooth. So by you starting the day off on a bad note and like not being here for me when I'm trying to like get everything going, I think I would maybe not be Zillow, but I would just be like freaking out. You would be um bride I passive aggressive. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I would be chilla because I'm like consistently late so if she's late it means she's probably on time for me because i probably oh, have overslept right. that's fair so i'm gonna be bride chill on that but only because i'm rude and i'm always late um okay let's go to the third one the caterer accidentally brings crab cakes instead of lobster as planned on the menu Ooh, i mean i love a crab cake but if i pay for fucking lobster bro well that's the thing i would be bride chill about it if they like were if they were able to bring the price back down, I'd be like, okay, I paid. I'm sure lobster was like a premium oh, add-on. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So if they're willing to negotiate like their mistake and bring the price down, then I'd be fine with it. But if they still charge me for it and I didn't get it, then that'd yeah. be Zilla for Zilla. sure. Zilla for sure. I don't like getting ripped off. I don't like getting played. So I would Zilla if they wouldn't like make good on it. But honestly, 
I, I'm like, I love lobster. Moment, it's like, yeah. I'm allergic to lobster and I oh. have an EpiPen in my bag because I want to eat it. That's how much I love lobster. Just in case you take a little taste, you can. Like, literally, if I'm like, if I go into anaphylactic shock, <laughs> here's the pen, but I'm fucking eating this lobster roll. So for me, if I want a lobster, mama asked for lobster, mama want lobster. I'm right. gonna like lose my shit. So I'm gonna, what's new and different? I feel like I'm like, I'm always an automatic bridezilla in all of these. So I would probably go ape shit on the person, which. Just for any future bride to be, you really are only punishing yourself when you go bridezilla, and it's the truth. That's so true because it's your day. It's your a lot of your planning, your money. So if you lose your shit on people, first of all, all anyone is going to remember is that you lost your cool at your mm. wedding day and caused a scene. Not cute. Number two, you're ruining your day for yourself. Right. Like so, don't have a tantrum. You just kind of like, especially day of, like Zilla all over the place before the wedding. But rehearsal dinner day of, it's done. It's Once done, you're there, it's done. like it's, it's really just about the two of you, right? So as long as to be. we're in this together, like I'm not going to let anything, I'll say this now, but I'm not going to let anything like get me down. It's going to be great no matter what. And if little hiccups happen, then you just got to let them go. Girl, you're very chilla. I think that you will be very, like very easy breezy, beautiful cover girl bride. I think it'll be very simple Thank and you. very like easy, you know, because you're just going to let shit slide off your back. And it sounds like your fiance is exactly the same as you. Do you foresee anybody being difficult like to deal with in the wedding planning process? Because that's the thing is, if everyone just had to be muzzled for the wedding planning process, it would normal. It would probably be fine between the bride and the groom. It's like the in-laws or like it's, you know, your parents or family or friends that complicate matters. Right. I hear you. I mean, gotta love my mom. She's like already so on top of it. She sends me like all these suggestions. I'm like, mom, I'm at work. Like I can't, I can't look at these 15 florists you just sent me right now. But like even Colin's mom too, they both have been so helpful at like looking into stuff, giving us their advice. Cause like, when we first started, I was like, I don't even know where to begin. Like, what what are we supposed to do? You get engaged and you all of a sudden you're like a wedding expert? No. Yeah. So, I mean, I luckily have not had any issues. I feel like everyone's been super helpful on both sides and I appreciate everyone. So, Wow. I'll check back in with you in eight months. Yeah. <laughs> we'll do a follow-up episode. We have to. Girl, thank you for joining me. Um, and where can people follow you on Instagram? Um, I'm on Instagram as kpizzle. Kpizzle. How do we yep. spell that? K-P-I-Z-Z-L-E-E-E, baby. Why, why is that your handle? Um, well, KP is my initials. All my friends call me KP and stuff. So it's just... Oh, wait. Are you going to change your last name? I am. What are you going to do with your Instagram? Well, it's Colin's last name is Dezin, so it's going to be KP to KD. KP to KD. Which I think still works, so, so I'm going to rock it. Oh, do you have a wedding hashtag? We do. What is it? My my sister came it? up with it. It's so cute. It's hashtag destined for dozens. I love that. That's so cute. And you're going to change your name. That's very like traditional and sweet. Yeah. My girlfriend and I can't change our names because we'll have the exact same name. She's also named Taylor. Oh, really? Taylor. So if it's, she's Taylor Donahue, I'm Taylor Strecker. So it would be Taylor. Oh, yeah. So it's like if you change your last name, it's nothing. We really... have the same, literally, right. the only thing that identifies us from each other is our last name. And if we hyphenate it, it would be like, the same name. So it, we could, I could be Taylor Strecker Donahue and she could be Taylor Donahue Strecker, but like, that's confusing as fuck. Right. So I will be a modern woman and keep my own last name. You go, girl. <laughs> uh, Kristen, thank you so much for joining, girly. And um, yeah, that's it for us today, guys. Make sure to rate, review, and subscribe. And uh, yeah, just keep enjoying everything that is Betches Brides. Oh, yeah. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. 
Betches.